0: Welcome to the Life with Five podcast, where we get real about marriage and parenting. Our heart is to help you discover hope and healing by infusing faith into your family. Here are your hosts, Ray and Carol Hintz. Hi, and welcome to the Life with Five podcast. Today we are talking about how to deal with a busy schedule. Help, I'm too busy. You ever been in that place? You ever felt just absolutely run down, overwhelmed, like your schedule is crushing you and you gotta <laughs> do something and there's not enough hours in the day and you pray that there were more, but then you knew you would fill them. We understand your pain.
1: Yeah, I think this really became an issue for us about 10ish years ago. We were serving at a church that just had a lot going on. And for the most part, we were expected to be at all the things. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so, we were. I mean, our our week looked crazy. Sundays we had three services. We were the First to arrive, the last to leave.
0: We had Sunday school even back then, too. Oh, so right. it was like an extra you know, bonus hour there, too. It was there, a too. really was long, a long day. day. <laughs> yeah.
1: And then we had youth uh, small groups on Mondays, women's groups on Tuesday.
0: Wednesday was youth. And then Thursday, Carol had choir. They never invited me. I thought that was very rude. Um, I have a great voice.
1: It's Yeah, you should just use it on your own time. Wow. <laughs>
0: wow, did you hear that? Oh, that's a lot to endure. And then Friday (laughs) night, like we would have youth events, Saturday, you know, if there was something in the morning, maybe men's breakfast or some other church-wide event, Saturday nights, every Saturday night was men's prayer. And again, like Carol said, there was this expectation that we were going to be at almost all these things. So it was like, how do we do this? This was not a healthy place, by the way.
1: Yeah, it was just constant busy. And so, you know, we talked in our first episode about having a vision for your family and kind of create. That so that you know where you're headed and you can use that as kind of like a filter to gauge, you know what things are most important to you, so you can help prioritize and it helps you know what your clear yeses and your clear noes should be when it comes to your schedule.
0: Yeah, and I think that clear noes really important. We're gonna talk a little bit more about that later, but. I think for each of us we it just kind of brought like this busy like feeling. For me, it made me anxious because like I just always felt the pressure to be everywhere and I'm like a guy who wants to be there on time. And Carol tends to run, shall we say, on the slow side of things. Yes. She's like a wind up clock. You need to wind <laughs> her up to get her going. But once she gets going, she's great. It just takes a little while.
1: Just to clarify, I am on time, but I'm not early. I'm, like, right on time. <laughs> Except
0: unless unless it's dinner, then, like, she's overly optimistic on what time it will be ready. Every every time. Right. Like, I just kind of know, like, so add 15 minutes. Okay, got it. Yeah,
1: I'll give you that. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> she's a
0: great cook, though. She takes wonderful care of us, so.
1: Thank you. Well, (laughs) back to our schedule. (laughs) No, it just left me feeling super overwhelmed, tired all the time. We had two and then three little boys that I was chasing after all day, every day, and then all the things in the evening. It was just a lot. And then Fast forward a few years, we moved to Phoenix to help plant a church. At this time we have four kids, and then within a couple months I get pregnant with number five. I
0: don't know what's happening.
1: I guess the Lord just needed to give us an extra blessing. Somebody explain
0: us explain <laughs> to us how this happens.
1: Hey, right. <laughs> but we moved to help plant a church or start a church from scratch, which is, you know, a ton of work. And it was a right. volunteer position, but we were happy to do that because we knew that that's what God had called us to do. But our it meant that we had to work an extra job too. And that situation was just not quite ideal.
0: Yeah. I mean, it was, we were wonderfully blessed by a great friend of ours who, uh, opened up an opportunity for us, but it was starting something brand new. If you've ever started anything new in any place, you know, the amount of effort. And so we're trying to do this new church. We're trying to do this kind of new business side and real estate and all this stuff going on. And it was just like, there were months when it was great. And then there were months where like nothing was happening. No money was coming in. And for us, this was really the first time ever. I think that we felt Mm. financial pressure because we both always had jobs that we got regular paychecks.
1: Right. And like Ray said, he was super, busy trying to build this real estate business. And that's not what we came to Phoenix to do. Like (laughs) that was our thing that was going to help us survive financially. But when you're spinning your wheels, doing things that aren't really in your purpose, it can get really discouraging and frustrating.
0: Yeah. And so we want to talk to you because in that season, it was really difficult for us. We want to talk to you about this idea of balance and why I actually think balance is really overrated and honestly, just unrealistic. You can talk about like what a lot of people mean when they say the word balance.
1: Yeah, it kind of brings up this picture of like equal time in all the places, right? So equal time with your family, equal time at work, equal time at church, equal time with your spouse, like all the buckets, but that's super unrealistic. There's no way that somebody can equally distribute their time that way. Or
0: even consistently always have the same amount of time in each and every place. So, because that presupposes that you have ultimate control, right? Like, well, (laughs) I'm not going to allow anything to change my schedule and I'm just going to continue to stick to it. That doesn't happen. This is real life. So surprises are going to come your way. You're going to lose your job or go through a, you know, maybe a physical hardship in your family or something's going to happen. There's a death, whatever things are going to happen. I'm not like speaking that over for anybody, but I'm just saying like those things are gonna happen and you have to be able to realize I have to have some flexibility when those things happen.
1: Absolutely. So we really like the idea of rhythms over balance because equality is not the goal, really. It's just to have healthy rhythms in your life. And we're going to talk a little bit about what that means. But when you look at your schedule, when you look at your days, you want to make sure that they're rhythmic, that you have a time. Yes, you're going to have times of work, but you also want to make sure that there's times of rest. And even when God created the world, he did creation in six days and rested on the seventh right. day. It was just this example and picture to us, that yes, there's a time to work hard, but you have to take time to rest as well. It's so necessary. And we call that the Sabbath. And it's really important to honor that day of rest. And it's a... It's a refueling kind of rest, rest that uh, recharges you. So not, I mean, I tend to rest by just scrolling Instagram, but that doesn't refuel me for what has to get done the next day. So when when I'm being intentional with Sabbath... Or with that day of rest, for me, it looks like um, maybe I take time off of my phone for that day. I might read a book because that's what I enjoy, play some music on the piano, um, sing or go for a walk, get outside, take a hike, you know, those kinds of things that refuel me and. Prepare me for what happens the next day.
0: Yeah, those are probably almost none of the things that I would do on my day of rest. But (laughs) the point is, do what helps you to be able to rest. Now, obviously, if you're married, there's going to have to be a little bit of a conversation. There's going to be some compromise and family dynamics. Obviously, you get more people involved. And so, but you need to realize and recognize what those areas are. And one of just really practical things that just like blows my mind people are like, I'm always so tired of like, how much do you sleep? (laughs) like four hours, well maybe that's it, right? Like you need rhythms of sleep too. Like too many people are just FOMOing and be like, I can't go to sleep because what if I miss this show (laughs) or I miss out on that and like, it'll be there tomorrow. I promise right. you it's going to be there. And so just go to sleep on time, get the rest that you need, get up and feel refreshed for the next day.
1: Yeah. And honestly, I don't even care if I miss stuff. I just want my sleep. <laughs> she does. <laughs>
0: She's all about that sleep.
1: But we also know when it comes to rhythms that there are seasons to life and there are seasons to your calendar. There are seasons to your year. Um, in the church world, we're in ministry and Our Christmas seasons, our Easter seasons, those are the busiest for us. Fall and spring are busy for like sports and theater for our kids. So we have that stuff going on. And summer is more of a downtime for us personally. So that's when we can take time to recharge and spend time with our family, go on vacation, that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. And speaking on the vacation part, I am not known as a great vacationer. I tend to like want to always do something like this last year. We went to Mexico and I was reading a book on like stock trading, (laughs) which was restful to me. Yeah. But we were on the beach. So at least, you know, we had that going. But you, you know, figure out what that rhythm is for you. And summer might not be your like down season, maybe that's really busy for you and you need to be working at another time. But whatever it is, the thing that you can't fall into is the trap where you're always busy. So you know that you have a really busy season, you work really hard, but you don't slow down your pace when you can. And this is where I feel like a lot of people fail is because they keep on going, they keep pushing when they should be, you know, jogging instead of running and then they have no gas in the tank when they get to the finish
1: line yeah another important thing is to keep your priorities in order and don't let just the urgent or other, even other people's urgent things, the temptation is to do everything that everybody asks us to do, and it's just not realistic. So we have to know what's important to us. And back to the vision frame, that's a great way to like lay out what's important to your life, what's important to your family, um, and use that as a filter to know should I say yes to this? Should I say no to this? Um, Because we really want to make sure that the things that matter to us are the things that are getting our most time and attention.
0: Yeah, and I would just say we constantly have opportunities put in front of us. like It's just the reality of life. And so we do have to say no to certain things. And it's not that we don't like those people or any of those things, but we just (laughs) have to say no because we know, okay, if we're going to be all that God wants us to be in our marriage as individuals and as our family, then we have to say yes to the right things. And so one of the things that really helped crystallize this for me was years ago, we were actually at a conference and we were listening to Pastor Chris Hodges, and he talked about the worlds we live in Mm -hmm. and how we can't live in too many worlds like you can go visit other worlds all right so our world that we live in is primarily the church world yeah. and that's because we believe that God's given us a call as pastors and so we have this ministry that we want to see God fulfill in our lives This is a part of our purpose so yeah. we live in that space we try to really prioritize that space but yes. we venture into other worlds like sports or theater like Carol was talking about maybe for you it's work or maybe you're part of like a a a gym or something. Maybe you're one of those CrossFitters out there. It's just super crazy and saying to that, like, I feel like CrossFit people, that is your world. I've never met a CrossFitter who's like, yeah, it's okay. They're always like, you're going to do a thousand burpees and it's going to, you're just going to want to die. It's going to be amazing. I'm like, you really need to work on your sales pitch here, man. But like whatever world you live in, live in that world. Don't try to live in too many worlds. You're going to just you know, stress yourself out and not be able to fulfill really any of those things.
1: Yeah. Well, we want to give you some tips for creating healthy rhythms in your life. And the first one is to use a shared calendar. This has made all the difference for us. And we use a digital calendar, but maybe you're like that super Pinterest mom that has a really pretty calendar on your wall, maybe a chalkboard calendar or dry erase markers with lots of different colors. And it's just beautiful. I envy you like it's what I want to be, but I'm just, I'm just Don't not. get any
0: ideas. I know where this is going. Yeah, hey. Don't, I think the digital one's great. And honestly, it was a game changer for me. Carol kind of yeah. kept a pretty good calendar before, but there was always stuff that came up and I would be constantly like scheduling over or making commitments. And then I'd be like, oh my goodness. So having that shared calendar really is helpful. And then schedule on that calendar, your daily non-negotiables. These are your daily habits. So things like when to go to bed, when to wake up for us, like working out, praying and reading our Bible, making sure we eat breakfast. By the way, if you're out there and you don't eat breakfast, I was just like you for so many years, you need to eat breakfast. All right. It really yeah, does help. It's so helpful. Um, you know, and then there's other things like Carol likes to make sure she gets the laundry done that just kind of gives her a peace. So there's not just laundry all over the place. Uh-huh. And because when that happens, it can just feel a little bit Respectful. chaotic. For me, I just need like to go take a shower. Like I'm kind of like a clean freak. I have a problem. It's another episode we we can talk about this but, but like <laughs> I just need to like the shower is kind of like capping everything off so I've done all the other stuff I talked about I take a shower I just feel productive and then I'm more productive with the rest of my day as well.
1: Yeah, that's good. And we've also really had to learn to like share the load in our house. And we have chores for our kids, which we'll do a whole episode about that. But we really have to like share the work. There's seven people in this house. And if we tried to do it all, just the two of us, man, it would be just complete chaos and a mess all the time. So, but it also is an opportunity to teach our kids about rhythms in their life. We have a son who's. It's his job to empty the dishwasher. So he does that before he goes to school every morning. And then when his sister gets home from school, she loads the dishes. So we're teaching them you know, to fit these rhythms into their life and it helps us get things done. Yes.
0: Yes and amen. (laughs) Which is why we had kids in the
1: first place. Come on. I mean, five
0: kids, they got to do something. Like, I'm like, what? Earn their keep. You know, the seven-year-old, I'm like, can you go get a job now? Like, just bring home the bacon. Come on. (laughs) I think it's time. But seriously, (laughs) I I, I also want to share something. I think this might be like revolutionary for some of you, this thought. You can say no without a qualifier. Woo! I know. I'm giving you permission to say no without a qualifier. Ooh, that means really you don't hard. have to say no because of X, Y, and Z. I got this going. No, you can just say no. Now you do need to still say yes. Cause some people are like, I feel so empowered. Ray told me I can say <laughs> no to you and to all y'all. Like they're just saying no to everybody. Like, No, 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 no. Like that's not the purpose of saying no. <laughs> The reason you say no is so you can say the right yes, your best yes, right? So So years ago, um, this was actually maybe not even a couple years ago now, uh, I just felt like God was speaking to me that I need to get in the room with the right people. So I would say yes— maybe to to things that I would not normally say yes to if it meant that I would be with the right people. And so whatever that looks like for you in that season, recognize it, lean into it, but make sure you're not just saying no so you can go sit home and like watch Netflix for four hours and eat Ben and Jerry's, although that does sound glorious. But (laughs) that's not the reason you're saying no, you're saying no so you can give your best yes.
1: Oh, that's so good. And then once you have your calendar, you gotta maintain it. And we would say, you know, schedule, make sure you have your rest scheduled too. Know what day you're gonna Sabbath for the week. so that you can take that time to rest and refuel schedule your vacations hey if you're someone who loves to take a nap put that on there too make Come sure you get your nap in
0: on that's not like my love language i love a nap That should be like the sixth love language. I think we should add that, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah. And then we want to make sure that we're scheduling downtime too. Whatever is important to you, most important, make sure that that's on your calendar, put on family time, date nights, those kind of things. And you don't have to have like some grand plan for that night right away, but it's on your calendar. So you know, to expect it and you don't put other things in their place.
0: Yeah. So somebody comes along and says, Hey, you want to do this? Like, sorry, I can't. You don't even have to say sorry. Just say, can't do that can't make right? It. Mm-hmm. Um and then I would say also periodically examine your calendar like look at it just you know pull up maybe the weekly view or the monthly view yeah. is it just crammed with a bunch of stuff and you know like oh my goodness we can't put another thing on this week we just like we need this day to be open it's our break to catch our breath yeah. and depending on your personality type you know you your spouse your family those are decisions you're going to probably have to make a little bit jointly. So yeah. just be really aware of your calendar and your schedule. You're not just putting it down so you can see everything, you're putting it down so you can allow yourself to uh, really not be led by it so that you can lead it.
1: And make sure you leave yourself a little bit of margin because things like, you know, cooking and cleaning <laughs> and grocery shopping, all those things take time. And if you if you're not intentional, they'll they'll eat into your rest time and the time that you should be spending time with your family and all of those things. So just don't overschedule yourself. Make sure you have a little wiggle room in there too.
0: Yeah, otherwise you'll be doing errands on your day off and yeah. it's not gonna be restful at all, like not very helpful. <laughs> and if you don't schedule your life, I promise you, your life will schedule you. So you gotta get ahead of this. And so uh, one of the first steps we're gonna ask you to do is just a very practical action step. And it's comment with one thing, I said one, not five or three, just one, all you overachievers out there dial it back for a second. Just one thing you're going to do this week to create a healthy rhythm starting this week. All right. And then tag us on Instagram so that we can see what you're doing. Maybe we'll get some great ideas on some helpful hints. Maybe others will see that as well. Life with five podcasts on Instagram. We want to hear from you.
1: Thank you so much for joining us today. If you've gotten anything out of today's episode, would you do us a favor and rate the show and leave us a review that helps us to reach more people with a message of hope and healing that infuses faith into their marriage and family. Thanks for spending some time with us and we will see you next time.